Thank you for tuning in on Cop with Comic. I'm Brian Cop, and we're with Comic Paul Farbar. Paul Farbar, how the hell are you? Hey, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you great. How you doing, man? There was some vacuuming next door, and you must went over and beat their ass so that they'd shut the fuck up, right? <laughs> I did. I was going to, but uh, that's what I said. In my head, I was going to go over there. I'm like, hey, what, how long are you going to do it? But in, in reality, I was like, maybe they'll, maybe I just wait another minute and they'll stop. So good. I love it, dude. I, I always, uh, I always do boogie nights. That's in boogie nights. They, they had that thing. He goes, uh, uh, yeah, thinking. And then what's his name? Uh, Dirk Diggler goes, you know what I'm thinking, man. And so any, anytime I'm thinking about you and inter- interaction between the neighbor vacuuming, it's you going over there and saying, right. You know what I'm thinking, man. But we've, po- we follow Paul Farabar everywhere. It's Paul F comedy.com but also big facebook presence paul f comedy on twitter paul faravar the funniest paul faravar ever that's why uh he's got the name but also paul faravar and instagram and also singles only is on soundcloud it looks like soundcloud.com slash singles only is soundcloud a good platform for your big po- podcast well that's the base where it's at but you can get singles only everywhere that's just kind of where i upload it to and uh and then the laugh factory also has it on their their platform so anywhere if you just google singles only podcast it pops up everywhere so it, it soundcloud like i use buzzsprout you know we upload it there and then they they shoot it out to you know spot oh Apple, okay et is that what soundcloud does uh i don't know what they do i just i think it just there's a connection to it all and then, uh, oh, do you hear the vacuuming again? There you go. You know what I'm thinking, man. <laughs> do you hear it, or is it just is it loud? Uh, it's it's not too, it's not too bad. You don't okay. need to I go, could be, go to be ass just yet. Yeah. No, so I could go into another. Room. Does it shoot it out to Apple and Spotify? Yeah, yeah, it's on Apple, okay. Spotify, uh, Stitcher, everything. So yeah, it's like uh, I've been I've been using SoundCloud for the it's been going on for six years the podcast. Okay. So I've been pretty happy with them. So Damn. I know some people say that it's more music oriented, but they're pretty good. Good. Yeah. I see some good engagement on there. Are you, are you single or do you just uh, talk about it? I am single. Yeah. And, uh, I, I think we, we, uh, we're at the Venn diagram, me and you both were at the Venn diagram overlap of former lawyer, where a musician, former musician, current single. Yes. That's, that would be the diagram. I, that They would be overlapping each other. It looks like. So. Yeah. Yeah. And so like, yeah, first of all, just in the one second, fully overlapped. Yeah. yeah like hopefully it would just be a fucking circle how mm-hmm. okay it says on some of your uh, social recovered lawyers in the five second version tell me how a lawyer becomes uh, a former lawyer like because i'm there but then also goes on to be a successful comedian and podcast host well successful is uh <laughs> i don't know what you call that but i uh I just kind of put my ducks in a row and I, and I, uh, I started slowly thinking about moving away from law uh, when I had a lot of opportunities. And then I closed my law firm. Well, I left the law firm where I was a partner to go like, just kind of be on my own so I could like gradually move out of law. Holy I shit. Was, you were, were you building comedy while you were a partner? I was, I was partner at a firm uh, while I was doing comedy and it was just getting to be too much. And so uh, Lord, what I yeah. was I was like waking up, like I'd go to court. I was a litigator. So I'd go to court and then uh, like, I'd, I'd be up the night before doing a show or whatever. And then I just no. like uh, go to court and then go home and nap for like two hours and go back to work till like seven and then like rinse and repeat and just go to shows. But then I went on my own. I talked to my partners and I was like, Hey, can I, can we, can I slow down? And they didn't want to do it. I go, all right, well then I'm out. And then wow. um, I went on my own and then I decided not to take any more cases. I would keep my existing clients. Okay. And then I gradually just wean off of 
law and go into comedy full time. Okay, and did and that then, work? Were you were well, you on the weaning? Was the weaning process longer than you hoped? So what happened was uh, in 2020, I uh, I got a job writing on a show in Chicago, and then I also my podcast got accepted into South by Southwest, uh-huh. and then I had a full tour scheduled for that summer okay. where I was headlining a couple stuff and mostly uh, feature uh, going on the road with some bigger names. And then, uh, so I closed my office on March 1st, 2020 officially, and then COVID happened and everything went to shit. Oh no. So, so you shouldn't have closed the law office, huh? Well, I, that's what I, I always go back and say, I'm like, maybe I shouldn't have done that. But in the end, like, I think I would have, I think I would have been miserable anyway, because okay. law was different too. Right. Cause back yeah. around, after that, the parts that I enjoyed about law were going to court and that wasn't happening. In fact, yeah. in Chicago, it didn't even start happening till like way later. So really, yeah, I, I worked for uh, some law firms in, in Chicago, even remotely from New York. And I know that okay. they were doing telephonic hearings, you know, well into yeah. COVID. And so, uh, so that's, fuck, that's fucking amazing. But just like, you know, even the singles only pod, you said South by Southwest, but also it says here, voted Chicago Reader's Best Pod in 2021. What yeah. are you doing? What are you doing correctly? What's the format? And is it always comedian guests? Are you just always having a funny person on that you know to tell you about the funny stories in their single line? Well, no, it's not always comedians, although I would say like 70% of it is or 80%. Sometimes we have like, like this coming week, uh, tomorrow, we have a sex and relationship therapist coming on. So oh, like, wow. I just, I think I like to say that I, I'm genuinely interested in hearing everyone's journey. And when I started the podcast, I was kind of like, I had a premise. I'm like, is marriage, is this is something wrong with me that I don't want to get married? So I really was asking questions to learn, yeah. you know, that's and like I me think- with com- that's like me with comedy. I'm not going to be a comedian, but I'm just fascinated in the journey. And so that's yeah. how you are kind of with, with dating and marriage. Yeah. And I think that I, I, I think I like to think that I'm a pretty good interviewer. So I think that helped a little bit. Okay. Um, and I, and I'm, I'm a good listener. So like, I feel like those things coupled with the fact that I have great guests that make the show amazing made it uh compelling and and look a lot of people uh are single you know um and they want to hear like other people's fucked up stories so they feel more normal so well, i mean i guess what that's a good example because you know you said big big name comedian i see andy haynes on here and i think he's famously i don't engaged or, not or married single. i mean that's what i'm always famously sorry now he's famously married right like is he with rosebud baker yeah so on that episode that's funny because andy's a good friend of mine and yeah. uh a big premise of my podcast is that we comedians shouldn't date other comedians. Well, <laughs> I brought in Andy to just kind of argue the other side. Cause he married another, there are two comedians who are successfully married. Right. So uh, he, you know, came in and kind of like was the voice the, to, to contradict everything that the podcast is about. So, okay. Did he make some good points? Are, are you sold? No, I'm not gonna sold go t- <laughs> no, you can't, you're just not going to go t- take comedians. Huh? Well, she probably was listening. So it's a good idea to be pro marriage. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. He was pro marriage. I was like, you guys are idiots. But no, <laughs> no, I, I, I just kind of like, he kind of just, he talked about the pitfalls of, of dating other comedians or just dating how it works. And he, he validated a lot of things I said because, you know, he dated other comedians before he got married. Uh, to them. So he knows a lot of the, the stuff that I say to to people about that. So, yeah, I always see a famously uh, 
married comedy couple in Astoria, Queens here where I'm from, where I am. Mm-hmm. And I'm always just like, you know, I'm, I'm just tempted to go up to him and be like, you know, I mean, listen to Paul Farivar's podcast. You got, you know, this ain't going to work. Yeah. I mean, I, it's fun. Cause I, I like to use the podcast as a, a, a way to stay single. I'm like, Hey, I got to stay single. So it's, it's a good, it's a good crutch to keep me single. So. And I guess I feel the same way about, way about kids. It's like, I like when, you know, if, if people in my life have kids, I, I generally love the kids, I, you know, and they like me and stuff like that. But I think it's kind of selfish to have kids because you're subjecting them to decades of working without their consent. And that just never, like, that was always just kind of like the thing that I preach. And I think you're the same way with marriage where you just have this, you're like, I'm going to, I'm going to broadcast this unpopular opinion that way. I'm, you know, kind of like keeping away the people who, you know, right. Yeah. You're kind of drawing the right people to you and also pushing away the wrong people for you. Like you're not going to get a lot of like women who want to get married in five seconds coming at you. Right. Correct. I think that 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 made it pretty clear um, on the dating apps. You know, I, I kind of say, you know, I, I just I and I did date. I had serious girls that I dated for a long period of time during the podcast. And I bring it up on okay. the podcast as but, a disclaimer, because you're first and foremost a lawyer. <laughs> yeah, they, we're nothing if we're not accurate. But I mean, have they, is there anything that they've said? Like, is there anything that you learned about dating? So, I mean, I guess like not, not converting you into a pro-marriage guy, but is there anything that you learned about dating from either these, you know, male or female? Yeah, or, I or learned a lot. I learned, you learn? you I've learned so much. I, first of all, there's, I learned that I'm not alone in thinking marriage is an outdated institution. Um, I've learned that, you know, you can be in, uh, I, I think my premise of not dating other comedians, I stand by that. I think it's a bad idea. Um, but like lately I've softened on that. I'm like, well, you know, maybe there's a way to make it work. There's certain dynamics between comedians that can make it work. I learned Good job, uh, Andy Haynes. Yeah, no, not from him, but just other comedians. Like want to make it no, clear that my friend Andy did not fucking convince me. Yeah, no, he did not. He didn't do shit. No, I'm just kidding. He's he, his episode is so fun. He's such That's a true. funny guy. Okay. He's one of my favorite comedians. Um yeah, I mean, I just learned that that there's a lot of different approaches and a lot of people have different things that shape them in terms of how or why they're single. Um, we always have guests come back too. Like this year, especially, I've had guests from the first or second season come back and give us an update. And like some of them are successfully married. Some are, are in serious relationships. Chris Higgins, who's the voice of reason on some of my episodes now. I always have a voice of reason on my episodes, someone that's usually married to come on so we don't get too uh, anti-marriage. He's now acts as a voice reason sometime, even though he was on two prior episodes being single, so. So yeah. So I mean, is there anything like, so I guess, you know, like, as you said, these people are single and not single, you know, you're not, you're kind of not exclusionary with your guests. You just want somebody funny, but like, you know, are are they trotting out, you know, you know, it's not always, you guys aren't debating single. A lot of times you're probably just bringing out funny stories from when they were single. Yeah. Are you, getting, are you getting a lot of comic material from that? Or are you kind of pissed off that you can't, that's not your story. I think Bill Burr said once, he's like, that's not my story to tell. And I suppose that's important with comedians. Like you have to allow them to take this hilarious story and to work it on stage. You can't work it into your act. So I suppose that's kind of frustrating, even though it's probably entertaining for you to hear all these funny stories. Yeah, I mean, we de- we definitely tell dating stories or relationship stories, and it's kind of fun to hear their stories. Um, I don't get material out of anything on the podcast. I don't really tell my stories on the podcast. A lot of times, 
when I'm on dating apps, like, oh, are you just on here to like come up with stories for your podcast? I'm like, if you listen yeah. to the podcast, you see I'm not the one that's talking. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, no, I think that uh, I, I do get a point of view from talking to other people. I think definitely some of my jokes have gotten sharper because I've been able to like kind of uh, mine things or theories on stuff like a joke that I'm working on now uh, is just saying how guys really don't want to get married. They just do it. It's kind of like a side salad. It's like a healthy option. You just do it instead of fries. But I probably need this because if I don't do this, I'm going to die young. Yeah, probably true with marriage too. Like you're like a man. If I don't get somebody to fucking like, you know, take away some of my addiction and vices, I'm going to end up, you know, dead Hmm. pretty young. Right. Maybe that's that's one argument. But the other thing, like, look, there's there are benefits to getting married. Obviously, government uh, tries <laughs> to encourage you to get married, you get tax breaks and shit like that. And now I see like my parents are elder. And so like I see that they have each other to like help. Uh, you know, my dad has uh, Parkinson's. So like my mom helps him a lot. And so like there are benefits to seeing that, to, yeah. to being married, because, you know, one of the biggest fears I have is well, how does this end for me? You know, like who's going to, who's going to be around when I'm fucking old and can't move around. So um, we talk about stuff like that. It's cool. It's not always funny. It's always compelling. I, I'd like to say about the podcast, like we've had a lot of good episodes where, you know, people are crying, like they're, <gasps> they're making breakthroughs, you know, we've no had, shit. We've you've, had had people a, have, you've had a comedian cry and make a multiple people. cry. No fucking way. What's multiple. the breakthrough? Well, just like there, there, there's a lot of things, you know, it's easier take to, to a lot of people say the podcast is therapeutic. Uh, the reason being is like, sometimes you just don't think about the shit that you're doing or patterns that you get in or, um, or, or just having someone that's more objective, look at what you're doing. Like someone would come on and be like, I can't find anyone. I'm like, well, what are you doing to find anyone? They're like nothing. I'm like, oh, that's weird. Well, of course you're not going to find anyone. Actually pointing out people's bullshit. Do you like, yeah. do you like find that to be your job where you're kind of noticing these patterns and, and yeah. people to stop it? Yeah, I, I try to I try to give advice. I try to say, because look, I'm older. So like, I like try to point to the, the younger generation. I'm like, hey, like this is your future if you don't, if you don't get your shit together. But then they say, see that I'm happy. So it's kind of like, I don't know. It's like, they're not getting good answers either way. Yeah, I don't know. I think you're, you're globetrotting and just generally kicking ass. And so, you know, what the fuck? Yeah, I mean, they're going to look at you. <laughs> yeah, so like, yeah, I guess, you know, I think last time I, you know, last time I was going to have you on, I think you were in Tulsa or some shit. And yeah, like oh you're, my you're, God. Yeah, you're all over the place. Like, you know, what's the benefit to basing yourself in Chicago rather than some other cities? That's where you're That's you're funny. From? Yeah, so last time... <laughs> This is so funny. Um, and I felt so bad. I was, you sent me an email and I was just working out at a gym in Tulsa and I had to walk to the gym. I was like 30 minutes away. Cause I don't have a car, uh, while I was out there. And, uh, and then I'm like, Whoa, my God, I totally forgot about it. That we had this podcast planned and I was trying to find a place where we could actually podcast at the gym. And everyone's looking at me like I had a third eye. They're like, yeah. hey, what do you want to do? I'm like, never mind. Like, I'll just. You're looking in the shower and people think you're trolling for dick or something. <laughs> yeah, right. And so, or if like it says you can't have phones in, in the gyms <laughs> there, I'm like talking to someone. Um, but yeah, no, I, uh, I get to travel a lot. Um, I was going to move to LA part time in 2020, 
before the pandemic and I found a place and everything, but obviously everything changed. Um, the, the good thing about being in Chicago, and I hate to say this publicly because people all come here, is there's so much stage time here. Um, so I can travel from Chicago to all these locations. We've got a great, we got great um, airports. Yeah. And I just fly direct everywhere when I can. And then when I can't, everything is pretty drivable in the so Midwest. You can, you, can, you can find some real audiences in Chicago. Yeah, like on the weekdays, you, I like to think that you can get up here more than a lot of places. It's a lot easier than, say, L.A. to get stage time. Okay. And, uh, and the comedy level here is pretty amazing. You know, we have so many great comedians that are based in Chicago. Yeah. And then um, on weekends, I travel. I, I get to go to all the, the cool places like Tulsa <laughs> and Little Rock, Arkansas. And saw, tonight I'm in Michigan. So, oh my gosh, where are you doing the Lord's work? And I guess that's my question because I have, you know, recently, the last uh, three, four weeks, had on uh, 30, 40 Chicago comedians. It's been, been wonderful. Like you said, the level of just oh, yeah. is, is, is great. And so, have you noticed that with your guests? You know, the guests you have on, is there a certain level that's more funnier than others? Like, is, you know, this Gad guy, you know, that famous comedian person, like, is that, or Mike Kaplan or something is, you know, is, is that person necessarily a better guest for singles only? Or are you targeting people, you know, who are not necessarily no names because their dating life is, is that much more interesting? Um, so a little of both, you know, obviously bigger names are fun to have. Uh, but if I don't know them well, it's not really uh, as they're not as comfortable revealing stuff. Whereas uh, like the guests that I think are the best are the ones that are open talking to people or openly talking about themselves. So comedians who are like Mike Kaplan was a great guest because he yeah. openly talked about himself. He's not shy to talk. And others are obviously more reserved, especially if they don't know me well. Yeah. So it runs the gamut. Some of my favorite episodes are um, ones where people don't know who they are because we had so, we just talked about so many great things. And I love that. Where I mean, um, people, and that's why I started talking to comedians. I have had Mike Kaplan on, and he was wonderful. Oh, he's great. But, but I mean, yeah, that's the biggest name I had. Like the, you know, I love the people who, you know, their life is an open book because they're still on stage exploring it. They really don't have any expectation that right. it's going to be turned into, you know, a, a big you know, big ticket news item if they say that, yeah, yeah, like, I like dudes too. I like dudes and chicks. Like, and so uh -huh. it's almost like they're more free now to, to kind of speak their truth, which is great because they're kind of almost discovering their truth with the audience on stage night in, night out, whereas some of the more established names are like, oh, should I have a persona? I can't say a single thing to Paul, you know, that will kind of go against that persona. Um, yeah. And, and I think that's a lot like some comedians that are on stage, you don't know anything about them, right? Because they're one liner jokes or whatever. Yeah. Those guys tend to be uh, a little more uncomfortable discussing themselves. Yeah. But then the people who are open book on stage are usually pretty good about being open off stage. So but it, it runs a gamut. Like we've had we've had guests on who are one liners who don't say anything about themselves on stage who like told stories for the first time and i'm like why aren't you telling these stories yes. on stage it's stop so being funny. so fucking jokey on stage yeah. tell us it's more it's right, so right, interesting right. but yeah. i think you know i don't know if you sold me on, on marriage being garbage but i think you have sold me on the podcast and people can find it <laughs> everywhere including soundcloud but not limited to sound including but not limited to soundcloud that's the lawyer the former lawyer talk there but you can find, find paul faravar at those digits at paul faravar on instagram but also, let's see, that's Twitter as well. And then paulfcomedy.com. 
that's where you can kind of scroll to the bottom too and see all these you know the fact that he's also got a facebook page and that is paul f comedy uh what, what do you got coming next you have tonight michigan i think this podcast can be out in a month or so what what huge thing what huge guest do you come have coming on at singles only um i don't have any i don't really book too far in advance i'm, I'm going to la tomorrow wow and i'll have a few guests from la on there nothing's confirmed so i don't want to say any names oh yeah but yeah please do not i don't out people because if they cancel they look like douches yeah are they going to be in-person episodes yeah i, I like oh. to do them in person uh-huh. they'll be uh i definitely know too hopefully will happen our repeat guests who are a little bigger names now they're coming back on to give us an update on where they're at um and then um yeah i'll probably have a few others that i record while i'm out there for you know three days and then um yeah i'm pitching some shows and uh and hopefully something something comes about it Dude, we'll hell see. yeah and are they are the shows you're pitching are they based on singles only or no uh no they're okay. bu- they're just non-scripted shows uh i i like to i like to interview people and i yes. like to be a host on stuff i think more than most comedians so all the stuff that I pitch is kind of based on non-scripted stuff like that. And I also don't like to write. So <laughs> I think I don't like to write like, like someone asked me, it's like, why don't you write a show or I'm like, ah, let's just improv it. Yeah, it's know? like, you know, I could just interview people and that's a hundred percent right there. I love that. Cause it's so easy to talk to. I've enjoyed the heck out of it. Paul Farvar, thank you so much for coming on. Thanks Ryan. Thanks for having me. And sorry about the delay last, last week. So you were the king of Tulsa. Yes, I was. <laughs>